Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. These weeks are going as fast as some of the greyhounds are going over the 295 metres down at Eddington. Mark Rosanowski, Dan Roberts with you today. Dan... Uh, welcome aboard. I got the scree of notes, scree of notes of highlights from the week. There's quite a few of them at Addington. There's actually quite a few that say Dan Roberts, Dan Roberts, Dan Roberts. You had a good week, my friend. Yeah, I've had a stellar start to the season, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm knocking on the door of last year's uh, total wins already, so uh, the team's going well. Can't complain at all. Look, the big meeting of the week was at uh, Manawatu on Friday, and there were three feature races there, including the $30,000 Manawatu Cup. So uh, later in the show, we're going to be chatting to uh, Alec Cole from the Lisa Cole Kennels. They trained seven winners on Premier Day, including the Manawatu Cup uh, winner. Of course, they were dominant in terms of numbers uh, there. Federal Infrared and Mustang Charlie providing them with the Quinella, also taking out the feature sprint. also want to ask Ella about a couple of uh, other dogs that won on the undercard and whether they might be headed uh, for uh, Addington Raceway uh, next month for the Cup Carnival. Uh, and also, the distance feature was won by Thrilling Road, trained by uh, Karen Walsh, and we'll be chatting to Karen not too long from now. But Dan, it gives us an opportunity, top of the show, we're going to chat to uh, Peter Ferguson too, by the way. He's got a hot favourite in today at Monaco, and depending on how the dog goes today, Majestic Legend might determine on whether he heads for a New Zealand Cup tilt two down at Addington Raceway, but more on that from Peter about half past the hour. Dan, it gives us a chance at the top of the show to run through some highlights of the week. Now, there's a lot of racing. There's four meetings down at Christchurch generally every single week, a couple obviously in my area, a couple up north. There's a lot to keep hold of. People like to have a day off here and there. I know people in the greyhound industry don't really get time off, but there's probably some dogs winning at the moment running ridiculous times that, that people aren't able to catch up with um, because, you know, they've got a life. So maybe it's a chance now to um, just go back on, on some of them. Last Sunday, uh, Jared Udy and Nessie Cottom got three winners uh, up there at Monaco, uh, including Lagoon Torpy first up for the kennel. On Monday, uh, Dan, see, I'm one of these lucky guys, works in racing, gets two days off. It's just weird. But um, on the Monday, I had a day off. But I thought, look, I'll take 17 seconds out of my life to watch Postman Pat. Well, I only needed 16.86 seconds. (laughs) So Postman Pat, who has made a very big impact immediately with a a 17.07 maiden record at Addington, did get beaten by a dog of yours, we'll talk about that later, uh, at Ascot Park, uh, but then came out and ran 16.86, breaking the Great Balties Class 1 record at Addington by one hundredth of a second, by hooked on scotch out of birdie tee and one of the swathe of youngsters the Jack Hart's team's got going at the moment. Um, what was sort of the, the, the feeling like on track when people realised you know, what the clock was for a dog having what its third start? Well, we just, I think our heads dropped in the, in this, in the fact that they've produced another one, um, obviously taking over from the, the late, great Ray, Ray Edcock. And 
they're doing a great dog and they uh, job, sorry, and they just keep producing good, good dog after good dog. Yeah, well, postman Pat, um, look, from the moment he stepped out on the track with the $7,000 bet on him and that 1707 sort of set him up to be a dog that's going to be talked about a lot. But 1686, that's taking it to pretty rarefied ear uh, down in the grades for a dog that's pretty inexperienced. Yeah, and, and especially when you look at the run home, like 1095, going under 11 dogs just don't really do that. And especially at that stage of the career where they're you know, green and inexperienced and probably not at their peak. So uh, to run home 1095, it's just it's absolutely freakish, really. Yeah, so maiden in class one record there at Addington. And when you start erasing dogs, the calibre of Bolte from uh, the list, that's something pretty special. Uh, we've talked for quite a few weeks, Dan. In fact, you, you pointed it out to me that um, that Crafty Cleaver's got a, a stack of really nice qualifiers going back a few weeks. And they're sort of coming to the fore now at that Monday meeting. Um, uh, Crafty, uh, Cleave and, and Galen Turnwood, five winners. And um, perhaps the most interesting of them, uh, no poise, three from four now, ran 30-28 and ran 30-22 as a maiden. Yeah, so her 30-28 on Monday was pretty impressive. She's run home in a 12-10, so she's only young, but it, it's sort of suggesting that there might be a somewhat of a staying future for her uh, a bit further down the track as well. And that's what we need, uh, some, some strong dogs, because... Um, Crikey, um, middle distance races getting as scarce as distance races at the moment, which is uh, a little bit frightening, to be frank. Um, by Fabregas out of no potential is no poise. Uh, righto, let's go to Tuesday, Dan. Now, I wasn't really expecting that Postman's Pat's uh, Class 1 record would be under threat 24 hours after he said it, but you turned out a dog called Tigalong Panda, um, who, would you believe, ran... 1690 and missed that record by four one hundredths of a second. Were you expecting that? No, I was about to say that makes two of us because I wasn't quite expecting that. And uh, for for those of you that tuned in last Sunday, uh, Andy asked me to put a time on what I think he'd run, and I came out and said seventeen twenty four. So evidently, <laughs> I was quite a long way off. <laughs> um, You're a terrible judge, mate. Terrible judge. Terrible, terrible judge. I mean, his, his debut at Invercargill was, uh, I was pretty happy with that. Obviously, he got beat by Big Daddy, and we know how good Big Daddy is. We might talk about him shortly. Um, he came over here with pretty big reps. He's just, he's not that brave, but I mean, he got the jump, got the jump right on, on Tuesday, and, and he's run home in 11 dead, which is not far off what Postman Pat ran home in, so... Uh, mm. Yeah, he, he certainly surprised me, but uh, it was a pleasant surprise, that, that's for sure. Okay, now obviously these times we're talking about for these dogs down in the grades, they are class five times, they are times that could win galaxies. The heats of the galaxy are the 28th of November. Is there any chance that, that you or Jack could get some of these dogs up high enough in the grades to be a, to be a chance? I did talk with uh, some of the team from the Hart Kennels around Postman Pat and they were sort of umming and ahhing whether they were going to try and rush him up for it, but he's still only a C1 graded greyhound and I noticed that he's nominated for the Ariti Beach Run at Invercargill, which is a penalty-free race, so even if he goes out and wins that, he's still only going to be C1, so I think it's uh, probably a bit late for him. Uh, in terms of me with Tigalong Panda, I'm, I'm going to be trying my hardest to, to get him up to... C3 at least, hopefully C4, uh, to have a crack at, at, at the Galaxy. Mm, well, okay. So um, what does that mean? Have you got races for him this week? Yeah, I've, I've been very fortunate. Invercargill being on a Tuesday uh, this week's obviously helped a lot with the nominations and that, but I've been very fortunate mm. to get a C2 sprint on the Monday. 
which uh, I'd like to think if he could reproduce that sort of time, um, it would only be sort of bad luck that would beat him. Uh, but if he if he wins that, I've got to try and uh, cross my fingers that they get a C3 race on the Friday, which uh, hopefully I would draw good in and be hard to beat again. Mm, okay. Well, look, hey, it makes the lead-up to these uh, Galaxy and Cup eats really interesting. Now, on the Tuesday as well, you won with Dispute or Not. Four in a row after two seconds. Not as quick as Tigalong Panda or Postman Pat, nothing like it. But nonetheless, doing a good job. And the only dog at this stage to have beaten Postman Pat, uh, which he did down at... Um, at Invercargill. Yeah, and I could be holding on to that uh, for for a long time to come. Um, he's he's a good dog. Hmm. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't sort of wowed me in terms of his times yet. He's just he's just more so doing everything right, jumping to the lead, putting himself in the race, and and, and being good enough to win. So he steps up to C two uh, on Tuesday where he draws box six, which box six probably not ideal for him because he's he's he actually likes to get down to the rail a wee bit. But um, I mean, if he can jump out like he has been and put himself in the race, he'll be a chance. But in terms of how far he'll go, I don't really know. I would like to see him come out and run run some time at some stage. Yeah. Uh, I know there were a few others you want to mention from Tuesday's racing. I mean, we're talking about Tuesday, generally low grade, but um, some just great performances. Uh, three of them from the uh, from the Fahey Kennel. So what do you want to chat about there? Yeah, well, they had Sefton Heights uh, in the C1, 520, and sort of ran a, he ran a 30-18. Um, I remember walking back after the race and... Uh, their, their, their kennel hand Katie Wiley looked up at the board and she sort of looked in somewhat of a bit of shock um, to see that he'd posted a time like that but I've gone back and looked at his stats and, he, and uh, incidentally he won again on Friday but he's he's had 10 starts now for 5 wins and 4 seconds and 1 third so he's yet to miss money and he's only finished further back than second on one occasion. Yeah, he's from the uh, My Redeemer Electric Silk Litter. Now, what about Gatan's come back to the races and posted a couple of wins during the week, 29.98, 29.90? Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's come, come back at the right time, and, and she's, she's in good form leading into the Cup Series. So she's up in C4 now, I think. So she's, I'm, I'm assuming that they'll be taking her for a tilt at the New Zealand Cup, and hopefully she uh, keeps her head switched on. As we know, she can sort of switch off uh, from time to time, but she's certainly a bitch with a lot of ability and it would be good to see her throughout the Cup Series. Mm, she's the ultimate hit or miss. She's won nine from 17, no minor placings. Now, on the Tuesday, beating a length and a quarter, a greyhound you took over recently, Grandview Ace, and she's looking pretty good. Yeah, she really impressed me uh, with that run on Tuesday. Um, she probably run home, I don't know exactly, but I, I, I'm going to, with my expert analysis, I'll say that she ran home sub twelve, uh, which was which is it's that's a huge run really. Um, probably took it out of her a wee bit on her Friday run, but I thought Jatan might have been getting a bit tired when she was making up so much ground, and and Jatan ran home in a twelve eleven. So I mean, she's just gone out there and probably gone maybe her best race to date in her career. She's certainly got a bright future, only restricted age still. So there's a lot of things to look forward to with her as well. Mm, yeah, indeed. Um... And by Dinah Dave, so you'd be pretty keen to get a few wins on the board then. <laughs> yeah, I think I seen uh, Dave running around the kennel block high fiving her later on that day, and uh, uh-huh. hopefully, she, hopefully she might be able to do what he couldn't and, and snag a group race somewhere along the line, possibly. Yeah, Big Daddy made it five from five, seventeen thirty. Didn't get off the lids that well. Had to work for the lead. We know he can run faster. Seventeen oh nine early in his career. Oh, Dan, we could go on for ages about the week, so we'd better speed up. Um, but Thursday, uh, you won with Empty Garden, a little made of dispute or not, 17 and 16, and uh, I imagine a, uh, a Galaxy contender? 
Yeah, he's just a dog that's sort of gone from strength to strength in recent racing, dropping him back to the sprints. He, he jumped out of the ground a wee bit, and uh, yeah, 17-16. I, I thought when he jumped that, that good, I was hoping that he might go under 17-10, but, but that's all right. I mean, they don't put the winning time on the check. I can't complain, but he's definitely aimed <laughs> for the Galaxy nonetheless. Mm, now, I think you wanted to mention uh, Zipping Chassis, Class 3 winner out of your, your dad's kennel. Yeah, so he's seven from nine in New Zealand now. Um, he's made his way through the through the grades pretty soundly. He clocked a thirty fourteen, um, pretty impressive run. He, he can sort of do it in front or or come from behind as well. So now that he's high enough up in the grades, he's going to be tilted at, at the New Zealand Cup as well. And I think he's probably a good chance. I mean, he's got pretty good early speed, so he can put himself in the race. Mm. Uh, a Andy, you put on the list as well. Yeah, Jason Dunn's taken over this dog. He's had five starts with it now, won three of them. Uh, was pretty impressive on Thursday, clocking a 17.08, beating Levi Bale. So Jason's obviously a very, very good trainer, and uh, he's got this dog ticking over very nicely, I would imagine. He'll be going to the Galaxy Heats in just uh, just under two weeks' time now, and uh, I think he's probably a genuine contender as well. Yeah, and uh, a power dragon continued on here, Mary Way, with a 30 and 16 win. She's 13 from 18 now, got through to class five. Uh, Regal Birdie assisted a postman, Pat's now five from six, and starting to post some pretty decent times as well there, Dan. Yeah, for sure, and it's not often we see uh, dogs that have only had six starts already making their way into C4 company, but... um, She's making light work of the opposition. She went out, went out and won comfortably on Thursday, five eighty nine. Run home eleven eighteen. Clocking a seventeen oh seven. So, all of a sudden, she's sort of come from nowhere. Uh, she's gone from maiden to C four and just a handful of starts. And now she looks like she could even be a galaxy contender. Yes, and um, then we've got uh, a power Barnes who continues to win at class five level as well. Dan, have we covered everything off you wanted to there? Yeah, I think we got to the bottom of it. We've gone a wee bit over time, but that's all right. <laughs> oh, mate. It, but seriously, some of these dogs at the moment, um, and a good number of them that we've just spoken about too, uh, I know a couple, including Tickalong Panda aren't, but a good number of them are New Zealand bred, which is pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely good for the for the New Zealand breeding ranks, and uh, we, we maybe hopefully soon enough, we might be a few people maybe taking dogs over to Aussie if we keep, keep producing them like we are, possibly. Mm, indeed, here's hoping. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.